Welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is super talented artist, one of the four members of Nice Horse, Caddy Rocks. Thanks for coming to The Sanctuary today. Oh, I'm so happy. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. I gotta have, uh, say thanks to the Cavendish Beach uh, Music Festival for connecting us, because like, um, I got to listen to your music and... Pff, Blown away, love it, love it, love it. How do you two up? Uh, how do you two? How do you four connect? Oh man, it's a it's a long it's a long history between uh, the four of us, particularly with Brandy and I. Um, her and I have been friends for over ten years. Um, and it was just a uh, when once you know Brandy and I are are the way we met makes total sense. But what happened was um, I was playing a solo show. I wasn't in a band at the time, and I was going to be on. Um, a TV, uh, like a morning show in Calgary to, to support uh, an event I was playing that night. And Brandy had watched it and apparently she thought I seemed nice. <laughs> so she came to the show and watched the show and she came up to me afterwards at the merchandise table and she was just like, hey, I'm Brandy. I think we should be friends. And I was like, that sounds great. <laughs> and we exchanged numbers and I was playing a show the next week and I said, hey, do you want to come join me on this bill? And so she hopped in a car with me and we went into the middle of BC and played a show together. And we've just been friends ever since. And um, we're a Calgary-based band, but I live in Vancouver, and for a while, Brandy lived in Vancouver, too, and so we used to get together once a week over sushi and kind of talk about plans to, like, take over the world, but not together. Like, we each had these separate projects, and it never dawned on us that maybe we should be in one together mm -hmm. um, until years later. Like, so this would have been, I guess, seven years ago. We, uh, she, I was kind of at a point where I thought maybe I wasn't going to do music anymore, and um, and her project, Sydney York, that she did with our drummer, Krista, they were kind of talking about maybe winding it down and doing something else. And we all went to Hawaii together just for the love of being friends and drinking Mai Tais and brought our guitars in case we wanted to write some songs. And everything was coming out country songs. That's the kind of music Brandy and I grew up on. We're both small town Alberta farm kids. And so everything came out country songs. And we were like, hey, we're kind of a band right here. We could just start playing like rowdy stampede gigs just for the fun of it. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, and it just, it sort of spiraled out of control. People were really interested in the project right away. And then about five years ago, four or five years ago, we met Tara uh, when we were looking for a new guitar player. And it was just like instant friendship with her. Uh, love her so much. She just fit right in. And yeah, that's kind of it. I love her name, Nice Horse. But you know what I also love? I love your music videos, I gotta say. Um, you know, I mean, you know, the typical music video, there's someone in the field, there's someone on a horse, there's like a band, there's someone in a barn, there's like, hey, nothing wrong with those videos. Don't get me no. wrong. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with those videos, but just, you know, it's just your, yeah, you've seen it many times, but like your video, each one is, it's like a movie. I love it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we put a lot of work into those videos and we credit so much of the artistic aspect to director Lisa Mann. Um, she has done most of our music videos and I know Lisa um, from back when I was in a band called Jackalope and um, she directed most of the music videos for Jackalope and the videos that she directed and, um, and worked on in Jackalope ended up getting us 
uh, Much Music Television Award nomination. So we were nominated for MMVAs and nice. um, we were nominated for some international music video categories. So I credit Lisa a lot to a lot of the opportunities that I got through the visual aspect of her. And um, so we stayed in touch over the years. And when we had come up with the concept for our music video for mansplaining um, with these uh, sort of making a spoof on um, 1950s ads and, and sort of the sexist ways that those video that those ads were were portrayed back then um we were like oh my god lisa mann would be the perfect person for this vision and mm. and i was like i also think she would just love our band and understand our band and so um we got in touch with her and she was super on board totally got our vision and we've been using her as our director ever since she absolutely understands us and exactly what you said she takes it in a direction that that nobody else does and i mm. really we all really trust her and love her and she's so much fun to work with her and her team. They're an absolute blast. And she just constantly, like you said, we end up with these music videos that, that look like music movies. Like they're like cinematic, like masterpieces. Mm. And again, we keep getting music video nominations. Thanks to her. Um, so yeah, although I will say we do have one music video I want to point out and that's high school, um, because that's a music video, um, that we ended up doing ourselves. We couldn't get Ooh. together with anybody. It was during the pandemic. So we right. couldn't get together with Lisa and we had to do that video ourselves and Brandy and Krista directed it. And we all filmed it ourselves on our phones <laughs> in our homes, got green screens. Um, and that music video actually got a ton of attention too. So I think it's, it's a result of a lot of creative women, um, always thinking outside the box and pushing the envelope in every way. Like we're musicians, but we're artists. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'm really proud of every music video that we've done from the ones that we did with Lisa to the one that, that we've done ourselves, um, that Brandy and Krista directed. And so, yeah, yeah. I hope people check them out because they're a lot of fun to do. No, man. No, no, no. no. I, I spent a lot of time on your YouTube. I had a lot of fun watching the video. The trampoline video was sick. I love it. <laughs> it's like, you know, you, you, you hear a song trampoline and like, Okay, what is good? And then blown away, blown away. How did you achieve the huge thing though? Like the 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 big blue thing. That that was Lisa. So what happened with that video is we didn't actually have an idea for that one. We knew we needed something that we knew we needed something artistic and stylistic and we didn't know what to do. And um so when I talked to Lisa about that, I sent her the song and I said what if you could just do anything you wanted with us and we won't say no, we'll just let you go for it. <laughs> and she was literally like rubbed her hands together and she was like, are you sure? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, Lisa, you have done so much for us. Go, have, have fun. You have absolute creative reign to do whatever you want and we will do it. <laughs> and so that was what she came up with. And I remember being like, what are we doing? Like, what is happening? What is happening? What do you mean? You want me to put my underwear on and get in a giant plastic ball? Like I had no idea, but yeah, I love it. It turned out so great. And that's just a, a, it's a perfect snapshot of Lisa's brain. I think she's, she is a wizard. Totally love it. Let's go back just a little bit. You mentioned you made that video during the pandemic um, as an artist and a performing artist. You know, you will be playing the Cavendish Music Festival in a couple of weeks. And one thing like that comes to mind when you mention the pandemic, how was that for you? How like almost, I don't know, 20 months am mm -hmm. not performing? How did you and, you know, Night Horse, Nice Horse handle it? 
That was hard. We were, I mean, it was hard for everybody. And uh, we were in Switzerland uh, about to play a festival when the pandemic was like declared, like no more shows, nothing, everybody go home. And um, so we had to just book flights as fast as we could to get out of Switzerland. And I remember we landed in Toronto and we all just said, okay, see you in a couple weeks. Cause we all lived in different cities. Brandy was based in Edmonton and Krista was in Calgary Tara was in London, Ontario, and I was in Vancouver. And so we didn't live anywhere near each other. And I remember, yeah, at the airport, we just scattered and we're like, see you in a bit. And yeah, we didn't see each other for eight or nine months. We had no idea that that was going to happen. And uh, yeah, so it was hard, you know, because we I would watch some bands who at least all lived in the same city and they could make each other their cohorts and and still do things together. And we didn't, we couldn't do that. Um, and so it was, it was hard. We just, we pivoted, you know, we started a little, uh, morning series called wine at nine that we did on Monday mornings and we would invite guests and we would like have drinks and just get caught up, but do it with face on Facebook. So we could be with our, you know, be with our fans. And, uh, Krista and I started a series called martini minute and we would just like make drinks together online. And, um, we ended up creating a lifestyle brand, um, called be nice nation. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was a result of the pandemic. You know, we couldn't be together and we we wanted to do what we could. And and uh, and that is something that had been kind of on our mind for a while was starting mm -hmm. this lifestyle brand. But we never had the time. And then we realized, well, we've got nothing but time right now. Why don't we get mm -hmm. going on that? And it's a way for us, you know, when you're writing songs, you don't always want to, for us anyways, sometimes we just want to have a feel good party song that doesn't necessarily have any meaning. It's just fun to sing and play, you know, mm. but other times we do have messages like songs like cowgirl, you know, there's a really important message behind that song. Um, and so we still have a lot to say that maybe sometimes we don't always want to put it in our music. And that was the idea behind be nice nation. It was like, how can we still stand behind, you know, stand for something and have these causes without feeling like we have to put it in every song when we just sometimes want to just do something just because music is fun. And mm. so that was the idea behind Be Nice Nation. And the other idea being that then we could support a bunch of different charities based on what's going on either mm. globally or what's going on within our hearts and our lives. Um, and so that's, that's been the focus with that. So we have supported, um, obviously we are big supporters of the LGBTQI plus community. And so we mm -hmm. do a lot there. Um, and then we did some initiatives supporting the indigenous communities. Um, and then we also started a podcast. That's a, that's a division of be nice nation. Um, which again was just a way of, of getting out there and still connecting with everybody. And, and, uh, you know, we have, we know a lot of really cool people that have some really great stories. And so that was a way to also support the other artists that we know and love and, so, yeah, it, it took on a whole life. And that was something else that kept us um, feeling connected during during all of that. Yeah, <laughs> you actually beat me to it by mentioning that. But, but Be Nice Nation is definitely something that I, I, I wanted to touch on because, I mean, the name, I love it. And then it's like you have this thing where you come together to make beautiful music, but you also have this like part of kind of, its own entity where you are doing all this giving back and all these amazing things for the uh, community. And it's like, how do you have the time? 
Well, during the pandemic, we had nothing but time. Right. Um, it's, it's certainly getting hard to juggle now, but I think it's just, to us, it's important. Like, Be Nice was obviously a spinoff of Nice Horse, um, but it is something that we all strive to do. We we really do try to be nice people and give back and um, and support. And, and there are a lot of artists who have foundations and things like that, um, that I see them do that. And I'm like, man, that is so great to watch those bands, um, you know, uh, supporting communities and supporting uh, causes that mean something to them. Um, you know, Donna Marrow, who's a country artist, he's he's really big into doing that. Um, Simple Plan, I, I have always admired the foundation that they have and the things that the money that they have raised. They've raised millions of dollars through their foundation. And I always just think like, what a great thing to be able to do. And I think you can do it no matter what level of artists you're at there's always an opportunity to give back and and sometimes it's as simple as hey today's merch sales are going to go you know a portion of those are going to go to this and we'll put it through be nice nation you know and and uh so so there's there's a bunch of different ways but it just allows us a different avenue apart from our music but it's still part of us Mm, mm. okay um yeah no thank you for what you all are doing with uh be nice let's rewind a little bit and mm -hmm. something i mean the banjo is a unique sound like mm -hmm. you you hear it you know what it is right mm -hmm. how did you know how did you what do you remember about the first time you held one i could tell you because it was for this band so wow. when we were in Hawaii and we were all having drinks, we were talking about this country band and I was, I got to admit, I was a little drunk and I was like, I could learn to play the banjo for this. <laughs> and um, that was as simple as that. And I, and so when I got back to Vancouver, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to learn to play the banjo. Um, <laughs> and I'm really proud to say that just, we just found out that uh, for the Canadian Country Music Awards, um, that I'm on the short list for a nomination for specialty instrument player of the year for playing the Hello. banjo. Thank you. <laughs> so I can't believe that, you know, seven years I've been playing the banjo and now I've got a chance to be nominated playing it. Um, and each of the girls that though, uh, Brandy got the, the nod for bass player, Krista for drummer and Tara for, for a guitar player. We all uh, care a lot about being great musicians as well as, as being a band, you know? So, mm. um, so it's something that we put a lot of work into and we'll play for other artists, not just for nice horse, but you'll see, especially those other ladies, very busy playing with other, with other bands. Um, and uh, yeah, so the banjo, I just, I don't know. It's one of those instruments that to be honest, you hold it and people are like, look at the banjo, you know, like, <laughs> it makes people smile or it makes people laugh. Like it's kind of one of those like quirky things that it's, there's a ton of jokes, you know, within the music industry community about how horrible they are and, and within, and fans, when they see it, they love it. And I get a lot of joy out of playing it because it's mm. just such a funny funny little thing and not a lot of people in Canada in particular, not a lot of people play it. So mm. it's, uh, it's challenging. It's hard. And there's, like I said, there's not a lot of people playing it. So I don't have a big community to go to when I'm like, mm. I don't know what to do with this thing, but I, I love it. It's really fun. Right. Uh, one thing that came to mind when you mentioned you for being in different parts of the country is 
when you want to make a project, when you want to work on the next single or an EP or an album, what is the process for that? Do you like all get together? Do you, what, what happens? Well, we're writing constantly, whether it's together or apart. Um, again, during the pandemic, we just started writing on Zoom together. Um, we make a point to go to Nashville about once a month. Again, that changed with the pandemic, but we're getting back to that. So whether we do it collectively or we each take the time to go do it on our own, we're always writing. And um, and then we just start pooling, pooling the songs together and playing them for our team members and playing from them for each other and sort of see what see what rises, see what gets us the most excited. It's it's a hard process because each one of us um, is influenced very differently by different kind of music. Like I, mm. I'm i like a country music till I die kind of girl. Like I love classic <laughs> country and um, I'm a bit stubborn in the like evolution of country. Like I'm like, no, it has to be this way. And, um, and Krista grew up on pop music and so she loves the pop elements and Tara is a metal shredder like nobody's business she knows her <laughs> metal and her rock and roll so good and and Brandy loves country and she loves pop and so to try to get us to all agree can be pretty mm. hard but when we all agree then we know we've we've hit it you know mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah it's hard though there's a it's not easy <laughs> but it's fun it's fun well, for you, when it comes to writing a song, what is your own process? Uh, it's changed over time because I've definitely tried to learn a lot from the writers in Nashville. They're so good. And, uh, you know, it usually just comes with a a title, like a song title. Often will somebody will say something and you're like, oh, that would make a really good song or things that I'm things that I'm going through. So, you know, it changes every time because sometimes I'll walk into a writing session and I'll have half a song ready to go. And other times I'll have three words and be like, what do you think of this? And but I'm always collaborating. I used to write by myself a lot when before I was in the band and I haven't written a song by myself in a long time. I love Mm. the process now of writing with other people so much Mm. that when I have an idea, I intentionally try not to get go too far down the road with it. I'll just keep a little uh, little notebook because I don't want to then get married to something that could have right. been so much better, you know? Right, so, right. You mentioned yeah. that, you know, you and the band go to Nashville monthly, like before everything, but mm-hmm. why, why did you do that? Uh, you know, that is the heart and home of country music. That's mm-hmm. where the best the best of everybody is at. And um, it's also a great place. The food is fantastic. Um, But yeah, it was just, it was important for us to be involved in that community, but we love our Canadian community as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's a a way to be a part of both Um, Mm -hmm. is just, you know, having a presence down there and learning again, learning from the most incredible songwriters, the most incredible musicians, like they're just, everybody's there. That's the, that's, that's the place to be. But then we come here and take those skills that we've learned and take them on the road or take them into the studio. So I think it's a great way to, um, I don't know, to learn and again, be a part of that community and be a part of our Canadian community as well. Mm, and talking of that, you're going to be performing at the Cavendish uh, Beach Music Festival. Is, is this going to be the first big thing you've done since the pandemic hit? or We we did get to play some big shows last summer. 
Um, but for the Maritimes and to play Cavendish, this has been on my bucket list for a really long time. Um, so this will be our first time playing Cavendish. And um, my my grandmother is originally from PEI. Um, she's from Summerside, Prince Edward Island. And I even did one of those like Ancestry.com things and to ah. see how far back my family um have have roots in uh prince edward island and in st john new brunswick um is so it's, it's a very special place to me it feels like home and that's where all my cousins live my extended family is all out there um and so the fact that they're going to be able to come and see us play and i'm going to get to play where my you know near where my grandmother grew up it's uh it means a lot to me and it's probably the festival i am the most looking forward to this summer Awesome, man. Can't wait to see you perform live and, you know, actually see you in person. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you go. But before I do, I'm like, you know, as a band, do you have things we should look forward to? Apart from seeing you at the festival, of course. Uh, we did just finish recording some new music just like two weeks ago. Um, oh, nice. So I am hopeful it will come out by the end of the year. Uh, but it's hard to say because I know it's been a while since we've released anything. Mm. Um, but, you know, we want it to be the right stuff. And, and we've been working really hard. And I think there's a bit of a shift in, in the sound in a good way. Um, mm. And so, you know, we got to be I want it to come out tomorrow. But <laughs> I think like it's going to take a little bit of time. But yeah, so I don't know when that will be. Right now, we're just super excited to have like a, what to me, I look at the schedule and this looks like what it used to be like, you know, 2019 uh, and that like, it's full on, we are jam packed. Summer festival season is the time that every musician looks forward to. I think it's mm. so fun. And so I I leave very soon and we hit the road and that's what we're looking forward to. And then the new music, hopefully this fall or early winter. Awesome. Um, man, Katie, thank you so much for making time. Thanks, and Rio. I cannot wait to... Uh, oh, wait. Are you going to thinking of a video for this new song you're making? Not yet, but I know we'll be calling <laughs> Lisa when we do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Katie, thank you so much for oh, coming to the sanctuary today. Thank you so much. I'm getting really, really, really damn good at missing you.